Welcome, my chingus, to an Easter edition of This Week in K-Pop's live call-in show, Stan K-Pop, also known as Stankpop. This show is live-streamed on twitch.tv slash thisweekinkpop every Sunday. The pre-show starts around 2.30 p.m. Central Time. The real show starts around 3 p.m. Central Time. Uh, come join in live. This is a live call-in show where callers call in with their opinions on the newest K-pop releases. Uh, and then I talk about how I hate everything because that is the trend. And I totally understand. Maybe you're a new listener. And you're like, why does this man hate everything? Well, it's because I'm an old man. And I want to put that out there ahead of time. But next week, I know we have a show this week. I think we got some you know, some names here, but next week is Stacy comeback week. Okay. So next week is the, is the only show I care about. It's my only baby. My mind is already on next week. Uh, so hopefully uh, you're here next week. Um, but uh, yeah, to call in, you just need to join our discord channel. Um, links are pretty much everywhere. And uh, that is true. Ian says that I uh, liked songs last week and that is true. That is true. Um, and Blade says, so we mean nothing to you. I mean, you guys mean a lot to me, but in comparison to Stacy, nothing. Everything's nothing. This whole world is nothing compared to Stacy. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just kidding. Y'all know, y'all know I'm just hyping up Stacy for no reason. All right. You know it's not going to be good. All right. You know that they can't continuously make good songs, or can they? Or can they? Stay tuned next week. Uh, but this week, again, we have. Uh, some names, maybe some game, and uh, we're going to start. Uh, the first caller of the episode is going to be Diggy. Diggy, hello, here we go. Hello. Hello, Stephen. Hello, how are you doing today? I am doing absolutely fine, having had a long weekend and still having one more day off work. So I'm very positive right now. Nice, nice. I know I started the podcast kind of, in, you know, as the antagonist, but you know, that's 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 the storyline I'm setting up this this year. You know what I mean? I got to set up some f fake bullshit, you know, Mnet storylines, right? To keep people interested in the show, right? Because now people are going to show up next week, right? Just the Rick shit on it. Rick those votes, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, I'm glad you're doing good, feeling good. Um, and I'm hoping as well that this song that you're going to talk about also makes me feel good. Is it going to make you feel like you're having a house party? I truly don't even remember what a house party feels like. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, with 12 boys, 13 boys, I still don't know how many boys are technically in this group but uh let's have a boy house party let's go what, what are you here to talk about yeah so in honor of unhyuk's uh birthday it's super junior's house party all right let's listen to it and then we'll talk about it here we go Hey, 
현실의 공감 이전에 없던 것들 이게 내 모두가 함께 Oh my god Everybody now hey. 장이 번져가 끝나는 건 누구일까 우리 속에 해답이 또 존재해 I see the future in your eyes right now 이제 나 거침없이 that was a super juniors house party um biggie was this a stan or a stank for you uh do you want to have your your rant before i say that <laughs> no 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 my rant needs uh something good needs to be said <laughs> before i go so uh, you you go first you go first yeah so so i brought this entirely to see your face when that section that no one likes starts 
and uh, it didn't disappoint, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I think I brainwashed myself from listening to this so much and watching the live stages that I don't really care about that section anymore. Like, I still want to hurt the person who put that trap 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 part in the song quite badly, but uh, it's it's still coming out as a stand for me just because the rest of it is so fucking good. Uh, yeah. Well, like, what about the other part? Do you, do you like? Like, what about Super Junior? Kind of uh makes you happy super junior are like they've been around long enough that they don't have to act like they're being perfect people anymore they just fuck around and have fun and i love that so much like this they feel so much more genuine than other idols because they've been around so long and you know they're just fucking about at this point uh you know i i i kind of agree i i always i find it funny where i feel like the older you get the less you you the group tries to be old right like try to mature themselves up and in essence are kind of like reverting back right and just being like just kind of like having fun and chilling and like i i I know this is not the right verb to describe this i'm trying to think of the right verb but it's like very i when i watch super junior i find it very childlike um like there's a youthfulness and a happiness that as they get older, I feel like they lean more towards that. And it's both weird to me, but also different, right? Than the normal landscape. You know what I mean? Like the 12 year olds are trying to act like 30 year olds and the 30 year olds are trying to kind of fuck around and act like 12 year olds in a way, right? Um, yeah, well, I, th- I think it's just because they don't really need to concern themselves with following trends anymore because like they've been around so long that their their audience is going to be pretty stable no matter what they do. So they can just do whatever the fuck they want, <laughs> even if it's like this. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. Um, and it does like, you know, people in chat are saying like it does look like they have fun with each other. Right. They they it's it, I think it's a hard thing, right, to keep a bunch of dudes happy with each other for. What it? What is it like? Ten, fifteen years? I don't know how many years it's been, but um, maybe fifteen years. Um, yeah, it's been over fifteen years now. They started in like oh five, I think. So it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, it does sa- seem like you know. May- I mean, I don't know if they are all love each other, right? But at least some of them definitely have very good relationships, and they're just fucking just doing it you know they're just doing it <laughs> i love um, i love as well like they don't have any problem with like just taking the piss out of each other so much like um there's a great video that came out i think a couple of weeks ago or something which is on that odg channel where they bring they have like kids react to celebrities and stuff like they bring the celebs in and they talk to the kids mm-hmm. and super junior on there and the whole time like the mem- they always have like one member matched up with a kid and the members are just like shit talking the rest of the members all the time but it's so funny like Q-Q-Hub's like you'd have to worry about that guy he looks old as fuck now <laughs> like he just doesn't give a fuck anymore it's brilliant yeah I, I you know I'm not the biggest you know super junior like uh, uh, fan but like I mean I've seen a lot of Heechul and I can only assume that his kind of ethos and his the way he speaks is very like rem, uh, representative of like probably most of them, right? They're just like so senior now, right? That I think Heechul's special in his own way, right? But like they can just say and, and do whatever they want, right? Like I mean, at this point, right? They can date, they get get married, right? Well, I think the married married thing is still kind of a a fan war, no? Yeah, fans fans are weird yeah. about that. 
But yeah, I mean, that you can tell they have freedom because they're the only SM group that don't sound like an SM group. So that's a good transition because <laughs> because I think a lot of the stuff you say is true. And I I get that this bad break can be like if I was a positive person, I'd be like, it's a satirical sketch of the try hard boy groups that they're not anymore. But I don't think it's that. I, I, I think that it's like when, you know, you live long enough to, to, to become the villain. Like that section was way too long. It wasn't funny. And they're just, they just became the thing that they like the opposite of what they represent. <laughs> like, I, I I would have hated it regardless, but I hate it extra. I hate it extra because because I feel like it was like a dagger to my heart that they would just because the whole time, right? The first minute and a half, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to think of what to say. Everything you said, I was gonna say, right? Like, oh man, they they're just having fun. They're happy. They're great. I love that they don't sound like an SM group. They're the only, and then they just become a fucking generic SM group, and I'm like, no, you can't. You can't get props for that if you're going to do this in the same song. You can't, all right? You get double negative points for that. It's terrible. It lasts way too long. And already, already I didn't really like the other part of the song that much. Um, And you just dookie the song. And it's a fucking four-minute song now. You know what I mean? It's a four-minute song because they added it a minute of dookie rap in there um yeah i agree completely like whoever whoever put that section in i would very much like to like snap one of your fingers off in a vice or something just something that would inflict a lot of pain because the rest of the song is so much better than that section and that part is just terrible i don't know why the hell they thought that would go in i mean i get that it's like so they can spew out shitloads of stuff about social distancing and masks but like we could have fit that into the rest of the song <laughs> Oh yeah, see, I don't, I don't, I didn't have subtitles on, right? Um, so I don't know what they're saying. Uh, I, pro I probably um, should have said to put those on. Yeah, the song's about like, like wearing a mask and social distancing and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I mean, either way, I, I also think, and it's the same note that we've been saying for five years is going to continue on ten years from now. But the, the. We're going to rap now, and so now we're all wearing black clothes and doing rap hands and, you know, like, acting hard. It's, like, so comically stereotypical, you know, that, like, it hurts me. It hurts me. Like, I don't think it's that bad in the grand scheme of things, you know what I mean? But, like, I just think it's one of those, like, sour notes that still 15 years later, a group is still going to bust out, right? Like, that one dude's hair like i again it's fucking 2021 and we still have to be like you didn't need to go that direction with that hair bro you know i don't know what the dude's name is right i think he might even be with the oldest the, like, one braids and stuff don't hair. yeah with the braids and the, and the thing, it's like you didn't need to do that you didn't need to to to, to make everything everybody wear black and 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 do all the the goofy and uh, yeah, uh, like that stuff sh shouldn't occur, but I don't know. Maybe they don't get shit because they're super junior. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, I just think it it's it, it's just uh, one of those things where it's like 
kind of a fr- kind of you know super junior doing the thing and then it's just a, a stark reminder of k-pop and like <laughs> you know what i mean like within its own thing it's like just such a it's like somebody snuck up behind me and punched me in the dick right and i just had no expectation of that uh, and i know i'm like oh probably overacting compared to to, to some people right they might just be like ah you know i think i'm more reacting about what it means than what it actually sounds like but anyway yeah, it, it is a proper like gut punch of a section though because like everyone i've like i showed this to like my best mate who's not really a k-pop fan but he like listens to whatever i show him and he mm-hmm. got to that part and just started laughing and being like is this the same song are you sure what do they do here what is this this doesn't fit at all what's going on like it's it's such I think it's the most unprepared section I think I've ever heard in a song. Like even songs that are actually two songs slammed together, like Sherlock from Shiny, sound way more cohesive than this. So this is what it is, right? Like if you listen to this on the album, it is exactly like this with that weird like like it like pretty much the album or the track you know switches to another like that. Everything yeah, yeah. here is what it is. Okay. That's exactly how it sounds like. It even ends with the skr skr from Unhyuk. Like, Jeez. that is in the song. Well, let us all be very clear that this was Christian Fast, Diedrich Thought, Sebastian Thought, and Yu Young Jin. All right. It's, uh, I'm just going to put that on Fast and Thought. All right. But, yeah, one or yeah. more of you fucked up badly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as you said, at this point, right, they can do it, whatever. I didn't even talk about the actual quote unquote good part about this song. And like, the thing is, I, there are super junior songs in the past where like, I, I understand it. They like are having fun. They, they usually don't sound like any other type of song, right? It's like a, this is a super junior ass, super, super junior song, you know? Um, and I think the beginning is kind of like that, but, but good Glavin is this like, I haven't heard this much blatant male sing talking in 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 probably like five years. It's like <laughs> it hurts me. It hurts me. But there I was so no much worse. There was so much worse uh, after that. So, but I will bring that up because there's nothing I hate more than bad sing talking. Okay. You don't hate random trap parts that don't fit the song more than sing talking. I hate both of them. Not equally. I I the that middle part is way worse. But I will still mention that I do not like this TikTok. <laughs> Stop <laughs> doing it. It's lazy and it's bad and doesn't sound good. Okay. Um but anyways. Uh yeah, I kinda wonder um how long they're gonna keep making music. I mean at this point I feel like they just get together and then they print money, right? <laughs> and then they go on their <laughs> uh, go on their merry way, right? Like yeah, that's fair. I hope they keep going because they bring a certain joy to it that no other group currently does. So hopefully, hopefully they keep going and hope they make better songs. Like if they can make a song that's as good as the good part of this all the way through, I'll be very happy. I, I do really think it would be one of the greatest reversals of all time if they actually got together and like made a not like a super junior great song, but just a legit like top five song. Like I think that would be the greatest thing i've ever experienced in my life right like the single greatest reversal but i just don't think that they'll ever put in that much effort again because they don't have to and i i totally agree i wouldn't if i was them right um but that would be cool i i always look forward to to like super junior because sometimes i'm like man it could they could do it right they could do it um 
And also, like, whenever they come back, it could be literally anything. You have no idea what they're going to come out with. Like, it's random every time. Yeah. Um, I do think that they're, you know, because they are funny dudes and they do like to parody things, right? Like, I think it would be hilarious. And again, if I was running SM, I would do this. I would, like, parody... I would use them as a parody for the rest of the SM groups and pretty much do the middle section part, but way better and probably a little bit more tasteful. You know what I mean? Where, where they're directly lampooning SM artists rather than kind of just generic rippity rap people. You know what I mean? Um, Ooh, like, um, like when they did that, um, that charm of life song a few years ago where like, yeah. uh, dong, dong, oh fuck, Shindong and, um, Heechul with like faking other rappers. That was crazy. Yeah. More of that. Yeah. And they and, and and like they actually rap pretty well too, right? <laughs> to, to 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 mimic their their styles. Like I, I think it'd be really funny if if SM was self aware and you know what I mean? Like used Super Junior as like this vehicle for 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 comedy and help but but again, I think that's an expectation that's just never <laughs> never <laughs> they could be the clown princes of K pop. They could. I feel like they already are kind of that, right? You know? Um, True. But they're still, in my opinion, in the cringy side rather than the like actual funny side. But that's a personal <laughs> thing. Um, except for, like I said, I really like Heechul. Every time I see him, even in that Charm of Life song, like I think that's a hilarious song. You know what I mean? Um, and, I, and I enjoyed that experience. But... Um, but you know what? I also enjoy this experience talking with you. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts, Diggy, that you'd like to give? That, that was unexpectedly wholesome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, funny. final thoughts. Definitely watch the performances of this song because they're really fun. Ituk and uh, Shindong, just, they, they readapt that section where they're doing the little robot dance in every performance, and it's great. And they're like, they're like ending fairy bits. Are always hilarious because they're all like bumping into each other trying to get into the ending fairy cam. It's brilliant, but yeah, just good shit and love to everyone. Awesome. Well, thank you so much as always, Diggy. Um, and yeah, I'll talk to you next week for the dreaded or happy Stacy episode. All right. <laughs> See it. All right. Thank you so much, Diggy. Again, that was Super Juniors House Party plus random other song in the middle. Um, let us move on to the next caller of the show. And that is going to be Ian. Ian is going to be next. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Hello, Ian. How are you doing today? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I, uh, was actually went up to the National Arboretum today to see some, uh, cherry blossoms at a place less busy than the Tidal Basin. Um, so that was fun. And I, and I finally got around to making my succulent arrangement yesterday. So plants all around. Nice. Well, congratulations. Uh, was the Arboretum pretty busy or I think my mom actually and my sister wanted to go to, to, to our Arboretum. Um, but it was kind of busy. Yeah, it was pretty busy, but fortunately there was kind of enough room to stay away from people for the most part. Um, versus if I had gone down to the tidal basin, that would have been a nightmare. Right, right, right. Well, um, I'm assuming you can't bring pets. No, right? you actually can. You can bring okay. dogs. I saw tons of cute dogs, which was very nice. Oh, All right, maybe one day Sol Hyun will 
I I personally hate the Arboretum because it's like <laughs> I, I, I don't ever want to be alone with my thoughts ever, you know. But you know, maybe if I can take Solian, um, it'd be really fun. Um, well, you know what else could be fun? Uh, at the Arboretum at nighttime when you're just looking into the sky. I don't know. Uh, what song are you here to talk about today? That was an interesting transition, Stephen. Um, this the song that has been a will you or won't you for like a month now. So I'm finally doing it to kind of get it get it done. Uh, so I have BBC's Moon Rider. Uh, truly, yes. The uh, <laughs> is it going to be on the show or not? This is BBC's Moon Rider. Here we go.
This was a BDC's Moon Rider. Ian, is this song a Stan or a Sting for you? Yeah. Or Discord. It's a Stan. It's it's simple, but it's really enjoyable. I really like the vibe to it. I, I really like there's like a little bit of funk in there in the backing track. I don't know. It's it's not anything like over the top good, but I really like it. I know I know Gachi's probably gonna yell at me for not praising the song to the end of the earth, but I enjoy it, but it's it's not super, super special. Uh yeah, I your mic's kind of like I don't know what it's kinda of like something's like kinda of hidden it or something like that. I, I don't oh, know. Sorry. So sorry. I, I'm I'm using a different pair of earbuds, I'll make sure to hold it. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Um but uh yeah, uh have you liked uh, BDC stuff in the past? Like, where would you put this song in that discography? I mean, I think the the only other song I'm familiar with from them is Shoot the Moon, which I also really, really like. I don't know if I like, I don't know if I like this song more than that one yet, but I think time will tell. Um, and we were talking about it in chat, whether we like uh, BDC stuff or, or AB6s more. And I think BDCs, uh, they don't have as much stuff, but it has been more consistently good because it's been like kind of this sound. Um, and AB6 has had some really good songs and some really bad songs. So, Right. Um, I, I guess one of the... This is doesn't really matter, but why why is there two groups here? I feel like it would kind of make more sense to put them together. Uh, or did they <laughs> debut at di- different times? the two BNM groups that one of them is like a produced season two group. And then this one I think is later, uh, AB six debuted a couple more. I don't know because the, a couple of people on AB six are in one one So I think they probably debuted closer together than would be ideal. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I'm sure they, there's probably tons of different differences. I just can't hear it. Uh, oh, they're different, yeah. different seasons yeah, of produced. That's what I thought. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I will say, you know, I, I it's it's a dumb joke that I make all the time, but I just cannot read BDC without reading Big Dick Club because <laughs> I just can't do it. Um, and I know it stands for Boys the Capo, but I just I I just can't do it. I just can't do it. So I will always oh. snicker. I will always snicker when I read it, but I know that's just me. Um, yeah, I you know I don't mind this song. I, I think this song could have been great. I, I really think this song could have been great if the producers, um, what's the nice way to say? It? If the producers tried, <laughs> if, if they tried, I think uh, this song could have been pretty darn good because it is my style of song, you know, uh, where it's like chiller, mm-hmm. a, a lot more uh, singing is involved. Um, I think it does the boy group thing that, it's one of the reasons I like girl groups more than boy groups, which is a lot of times in boy groups, they put the melody and they put the majority of the song on the people rather than the backing track, right? The backing track is a literal just in the background, doesn't have anything interesting going on, is kind of just the same note, the same uh, four beat, uh, uh, four bars kind of repeated at, at nauseum. Um like, I really think this song could have been much better, in my opinion, if the producers had anything interesting to, to say <laughs> in their in their backing track. Um, 
because I think the 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 boys uh the boys the capo are doing a lot of the heavy lifting with their you know with trying to hit some oohs and ahs and trying to hit some cool notes um and I don't really think that their voices I don't even think even if they had great voices I don't think their voices should have been just kind of left on their own like that I think the the backing track could have helped out a lot um and I don't know if it's again the YouTube compression or whatever but this um this song sounds very small i don't know how to describe it other than that this sounds this song sounds very small and limited in my headphones whereas sometimes you know it can sound wide and it can sound like i'm in this universe of different sounds and stuff it doesn't even have to be interesting it just the soundscape is just bigger and in this case it could be the compression but everything just sounded very um small yeah, I mean, I agree. There's not a ton going on, especially in the verses. Um, and, I mean, Diggy mentioned it in the chat that I, he wishes the strings were more prominent. And, yeah, I, I agree. I think they're it's missing a little something to make it, like, that next level kind of deal. I mean, I still really like it um, because just I – I mean, I'm a boy group person. I like that kind of song. I, I, I don't know. I think it just might be that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I – I don't know what it is. I think there's that like little eighties thing in the chorus for like t two seconds. It's like one measure that like, like a descending. That's really nice. Um, and then if there's like strings and sometimes the chorus gives me a little tiny bit of like updated sweet tune sound, not really, but like I could see it. Um, I just there there's there is a little bit lacking, but I still really enjoy, it. and I think it's because their voices really do carry the song. Even though, as you said, they're not like the most outstanding vocalists, but they do. I think they do a very good job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I said, I this is more my type of thing. You know, I probably would put this on my playlist. I probably won't listen to it that much, but I would at least put it on there, right? Mm -hmm. Um. You know, as far as music video wise, you know, I in extremely forgettable. I, I actually don't remember anything about the music video. Um, so at least it wasn't the worst, right? I didn't blind my eyeballs. Um, yeah, but, no, no flashing lights, at least. And there's some okay takes of dancing, but it's it's very like one room filmed, but they didn't even one shot it. So it's not even it's it's pretty bland. Yeah, it's like mostly in this empty stadium or empty, yeah, empty stadium. Um, and, you know, this is not a knock against BDC, but it's just one of those things where it's like, I just will never understand why you'll purposely make a group three people, but then always put in backup dancers to make it look big. Like, I just feel like it takes away from the group when there's always backup dancers. Uh, in some cases, it's like six or seven backup dancers, and it's like, you don't need that. You know, you chose three yeah. people. Let's make a choreography. Let's make a let's make a camera movements that highlight these three people rather than needing to fill up the screen. You know, but yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, that that happens even if it's not an MV. That happens so many times on stages, and I'm like, why did you make that decision? The chore you could have been fine on your own you could have you could have made it work but oh well yeah yeah um 
but yeah, you know, I, I get it sometimes when you're a solo artist, right? It's like, okay, well, you know, I, maybe you do need other people. I get that, but um, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you so much, Ian. Um, do you have any closing thoughts on BDC or uh, life? Yeah, I mean, my my neck, my Stacy song is also this week. I'm sorry, Stephen. It's not Stacy, though. I am looking forward to that. Um, but the the song that I've been hyped out about for a really long time, and I'm sure everyone is tired of me thinking about, is is Kim Jae Hwan is releasing something too. So you know what I'm bringing next week, and and it doesn't sound like the title's a ballad, but we'll see. Um, there's a pre-release lyric video for one of the ballads on the album that's really good. So it's I I dropped it in the Discord. Everyone should watch it if you like ballads at all, which I know are not most of you. Um, but you know. Uh, and uh, shout outs to the chat as always and uh, to uh, Gachi for being an enabler I, I bought photo cards for the first time ever because she found one <laughs> that I wanted and, and I uh -oh. shouldn't have done it but I did <laughs> I'm going to stop here though if, if I don't um, you y'all need to stage an intervention <laughs> I can't wait to smash cut this you know with uh, two, two, two months from now it's like okay I just bought 72 <laughs> My collection I know I know um but honestly like i said before i get it man i get it uh i'm a collector you can see in my background you can see in my life i love collecting so um uh you know don't do it is what i'm saying because it's <laughs> yeah don't <laughs> um but all right well thank you so much uh ian and uh i'll talk to you next week for both of our stacy songs like <laughs> yes yes yeah. <laughs> see you then steven all right bye-bye all right, thank you so much. Uh, again, that was BDC's Moon Rider. Let's move on to the next song of the episode, and that is going to be Gachi herself. Gachi will be next. Here we go. Hello. Hello, hello. It is me, the enabler. I, I mean, that's a great name to have, right? No. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I'm just passing it along. <laughs> do you have a big photo card collection as well, or? I do mainly because I just have a lot of albums from over the years. I've only recently like started getting into collecting like full sets of stuff. Um, I only really collect one person like fully, like all the album cards, all the special cards, all of that crap. But then otherwise, I just like buy, you know, cards that I think are cute or, you know, trade with friends and things like that. So, but yeah, it's it's really fun and you can find great deals if you know where to look. So is there like an, an I'm assuming there is because the, in all collectibles there is. But is there like a thriving kind of like, third, uh, you know, um, resell market where like, you know, let's like a very rare, you know, BTS card is worth like $300 from their like first album, you know, like, or oh, yeah. are things reprinted quite a lot? Oh, no. I mean, it depends. But yeah, like there's some like I have a Luna card because um, I bought one of the Odd Eye Circle albums when it came out. And I didn't know that it was like a limited rare edition album that they have like never reprinted or I guess they have. But the the original is more important. Um the first edition. And so the card that I have in that album is worth uh, $200 apparently like on eBay. And if I sold it with the album, like it, I could easily get like close to $500 for this fucking Luna mm. album. It's pretty crazy. 
So I'm hanging on to that for a rainy day just in case because it's not one of my favorite members and I don't really need the card at all. So if I need to sell it, then I can. And I have a lot of like really rare albums in my collection that are out of print that if I felt like parting with them, I could get a fair bit of money for it. So got to buy things when they come out, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is kind of a way for just me to talk about my obsession, right? which is I've said before, like collectible there's a collectible card game, right? That I'm really obsessed with. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I understand collectible card games because they're, it's still a game, right? And people want to play the game. So like, you know, there are of course rare cards that are super rare because there's not many of them, but there's also cards that are like just good cards, right? People want them. Um, and then I transition because YouTube is like, oh, you like card games? Well, here's sports card, like unboxings, you know? And I have never been a sports person. I, I, always knew sports cards existed right um but i didn't know to the level of like gamification right the loot boxification where it's like oh "Oh, yeah you know you have player a but then there's a player a shiny and a player a shiny b and a player a shiny c and a player a super duper shiny and a player a super purple shiny and honestly if a k-pop if somebody if uh somebody with like uh card uh experience made a deal with all the k-pop companies i i'm telling you right now that's a fucking billion dollar industry where everybody's searching for the ultra rare shiny autographed um because also in sports cards uh you may know this but they have like jerseys right where it's like a game worn jersey they cut it up they put it in the card i'm like can you imagine if you got a fucking worn you know, a worn twice, you know, Tsui uh, dress in your card. Like I'm that would have, that's a, this is a amazing idea. Um, well, they're starting, like they're already starting to do that kind of shit. Like with all of the albums now, like every place that you can pre-order an album for starts having like these pre-order card benefits that are super rare that you can only get in the pre-order period. So people are buying multiple copies of albums from all these different websites to get the cards. Mm-hmm. And then in some instances for the fan signs and things like that, there's special cards for the fan sign calls. There's special cards for the Japanese release. You know, there's signed Polaroids if you win the blah, 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 blah. And it's just like insane. So like that's why I stick to one guy because I just cannot like with all of the pre-order shit. Like I just it's too much. Wow, yeah, I didn't know it was that crazy, but um Yeah, it's already getting there. I, I do think that's funny because it's like those are, are are ostensibly there to sell albums, right? Because album because they'll make money selling the album. But I feel like at a certain point, if they really wanted to make, you know, K pop the trading card game, right? Like that could be worth way more than the than any album and any concert that they even put in, right? It's just people collect like you know how many like rookie cards that you would have a year? (laughs) Like if you got a fucking uh an Espa rookie card, right? That's like a shiny hologram or and then there's the alt shiny of the of the uh the the v2 version of him like oh my god like this is insane this idea is insane i love it it's already you know like um before nct was nct they were called sm rookies and it's funny that you Mm. said that because they have sm rookie cards that are super Mm. fucking rare and hella expensive but if you got them from when the time that you know they were out you know you have them and now if you're trying to resell them it's you know 
fucking crazy. It's just crazy because like a, a photo card, album card, or a pre-order benefit will be like 10 to $15 for the card. And they'll resell the album without the cards for like three bucks. So like the cards is where the money is. Nobody money. gives a shit about the albums. Damn. All right. So yeah. Th- so it already exists to a certain extent. That's. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, honestly, I'd buy if, if, I, if, if they came out with like a, you know, booster box of, of cards, like if, cause like you said, like they're just pictures right now, but like, Imagine if you got autographs with them, right? Imagine if you got uh, memorabilia, you know, in them. Imagine if you get like a special code that gives you like a free, uh, you know, uh, backstage path, you know, like. Yeah. People would be hunting that shit down. Like, uh, I want, I would love a shiny. I want a shiny Tui, you know? I want a shiny Stacy card, a, sh- uh, a Stacy rookie card. Fuck. Um, but no, I, okay. Anyways, now I'm obsessed with this idea. But we do have K-pop to talk about. Um, so <laughs> what are you here to talk about, Gachi? Well, speaking of people whose cards I collect sometimes, um, I have brought you um, the solo debut of a member of Seventeen. And it is Hoshi, and the song is called Spider. All right. Perfect transition. I love it. Let's talk about Hoshi's Spider. Here we go. Yeah, so emergency, the more we are met. Some hit more 
right, that was Hoshi's Spider. Gotcha. Is this a stan or a sting for you? Um, this is a stan for me, um, unsurprisingly. Um, in honor of episode 69, let me just get the thirst out of the way really quick. I will eat this man for breakfast. I think he's so gorgeous, but that's not the point. Um, the point is, is that I think it's actually a really interesting song. I wasn't sure what Hoshi was going to do as a soloist, um, because he's, you know, he's 17's, uh, performance leader, main dancer. That's really his bread and butter. And I wasn't disappointed. Um, I think he went the right direction by kind of going this like tame and light sort of deal with his solo work and, the choreography, man, I am like frothing at the mouth to see this like unedited choreography because I think it's just going to be so fucking good. Um, and that's where he shines is in the uniqueness in the choreography and the performance aspect of, you know, what he does as an artist. And that for me is like usually the most important thing in a in a cape in the K-pop spectrum is performance choreography, the you know the live dances and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like really really excited to see what the live performances of this look like. Yeah, I think that I'm. I don't want to start out mad, but <laughs> I think everything you said is so true. I think choosing to go this like as you even said, right, the Taemin kind of light where it's like heavy, heavy choreography, right? Heavy, like kind of noodle boy, sexy, right? Mm -hmm. um, kind of Michael Jackson-y, you know, esque, you know, uh, sound, I guess, um, is an interesting direction. I think that, uh, how do I say this? I think that his uh, from what I can see of his dance, it looks really nice, really interesting. I think the set designer is amazing, deserves an award. And I think both of these people should never, ever work with the editor of this music video ever again. The The editor mangled this music video. The editor fucked it so hard. It, I am angry for this man i am angry for this man it is everything here was set up so perfectly for for a very good looking music video showing off a very good looking man doing a very good looking dance okay in a very good looking see-through mesh t-shirt um and the editor just fucks it i i it, it pains me I know music videos aren't super important, but like it pains me because you have to say, I'm looking forward to the unedited version. I'm looking forward to being able to actually see it without a cut every two seconds. Um, it hurts. I, it hurts me. It hurts me so hard. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of with you there. I mean, I, I am probably not as angry about it as you, you but should yeah, be. like you should be <laughs> because it's beautiful. Like this whole gate thing is such a great look, right? It's it's such a great perspective yeah. look. And you can never see it to what it should be because this editor cuts it to shit. Like, I, sorry. It, I really, I, it's like one of those, like it could have been like probably one of the best music videos, right? Of, of the year for me. Um, but I'm telling you, go watch through it and just, just look how many, 
edits there are. It it is just painful. Okay, your turn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, I I didn't notice it as much because I was kind of really just caught up in like the movement and the visuals and the aesthetic and. I do think that like they did the most that they could with like a simple set, you know, a simple, you know, there's not like a whole bunch of like effects and like, you know, green screens and all of that kind of shit. They kind of just went for like, here's a dance set. Here's, you know, some cool like neon paint and blah, blah, blah. But w- they did try to make it more fanciful by cutting it a lot. Cause when you don't usually like throw a whole big ass budget to have a huge storyline and shit in a music video, when it's more of like a performance-based thing, they do tend to cut more often to try to make it look more spectacular than it is, which doesn't always need to happen. You know, a lot of the times, especially with a guy like Hoshi and the choreography that he puts out, you can just let it sit and let it, you know, let the dance like speak for itself, which I know we're getting a Studio Choom video. um, So I'm really excited for that because then we'll like get to see what, the whole thing was really supposed to be, but you know, I wasn't too mad for a mixtape, I guess. And to bring up the point too, uh, not to ramble too much, but how we were talking about, you know, backup dancers and things like that. I am of the opinion, like with BDC and stuff, I would prefer backup dancers just because I think there's more potential with what you can do for a performance. If you have more people on stage, which is why I like a lot of bigger groups sometimes because groups like 17, Um, NCT, the boys and stuff like that, they can do more spectacular shit in their choreography and like do more like built movement, um, which is shown here, I think a lot. But if you don't utilize it, then it's just like a bunch of dudes dancing behind some other dudes. I think if you're going to have backup dancers, you should really try to like utilize that to create some really cool stuff, you know? Yeah, no, that's a good point. I I agree with you 100%. It's like in this case, the the backup dancers are like part of the dance. He's on them. He's rolling over them. He's touching them, right? Like, whereas, and I think in a lot of the lazier cases, it's just a duplicate. It's like just a cut and paste, right? Of yeah. now we have three guys and now we have six guys doing the same thing. It's just not very interesting, you know? Um, whereas I think this makes a lot of sense coming from somebody in 17 or at least the good days of 17, right? Where they really utilized the million members that they had in a lot of really cool ways. Right. And, and, and did formations and this and that. And, and I, obviously I don't know if it's like you said he was the main dancer, right. Um, if he has any say yeah. in that, but I can definitely see a, a lineage there of like, he knows how to use a group of people. Right. He does. Yeah. It's, he does a lot of the choreography with their main choreographer who is, I believe his name is Yoon or Che Yoon Jung or something like that. And they've worked together on a lot of 17's like better um, choreographies like Manse, uh, Oh My, Hit. Um, so they work really well together, like creating pieces that work for like the members and stuff like that. So I think that shown here as well too. Yeah. So, it, you know, it is awesome that he was picked for a studio tune because obviously <laughs> that's... That's what I want, right? Um, but 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 unlike that, like I actually, because Studio Chum is right in their in their Lightroom, right? It's not on a set with props and stuff, you know. Um, so even though it's really cool to see or one day see right a a, a Studio Chum version of this choreography, 
Um, I still think it's just a just a little sad. It not a little sad. For me, it's a major sad. But for 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 maybe other people, it's a small sad of just. I I think they could have done a lot of cool, um, a lot of cool things with this music video that it just makes me sad that they didn't. Um, uh, I, cause I also think that his choreography is so dynamic, you know, there's a lot of like ups and downs and ins and outs. And, um, and I really think that there could have been a lot of cool camera work that I think what you will see in the studio tune version, right? Cause they're pretty good about that. Yeah. Um, um, and so, yeah, I'm still not entirely sure why they, they don't just hire that director to make real music videos. Um, but like I said, it's not a priority for most people. It's just one of those things that I will forever hold the banner up. Um, but uh, yeah, d- what is this high Hi- labels? Is, is this like another channel that changed names again? Because this has 53 million subscribers. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? Hi. Hybe is big hit. They just rebranded oh. into Hybe. Yeah. So now Hybe labels is big hit. So why do they do that? <laughs> Beats me, dude. It's all part of their, they're like completely monopolizing the entire fucking industry now. Like you're going to turn around and the only two companies left are going to be SM and big hit. Like big hit is like consuming everything. They're even like, taking over scooter bronze label in america now and i'm just like dude what the fuck uh, and all that bts money like i the thing is like i am fine with them i guess in it may but it's just you are you have the name big kit which is worth a lot right i just don't understand why you would rename it yeah to yeah, a very know. bad or very cringy like is it hype oh, it's not hype but it's hypey i'm sure it means something but um but you know, I I, I uh, do do people up in charge of companies usually make good decisions, usually not. So you know, but no. they still take a lot. No. Of, they still get a lot of money, but it just seems one of those changes that's just like, <laughs> but why? I don't get. Okay, okay, so it's Big Hit. Um, wait, so is he under Big Hit now, or did they buy? <laughs> what was Seventeen's label? Wasn't it? Um, Pletus? Pletus, yeah. Big Hit absorbed Pletus. They're technically like how Source with G Friend, they're like oh, like right, kind of right. like a sub label. So they're like, oh well, they run their own shit still, but you know, everything's under Big Hit now. So we'll see. I'm terrified for the New East comeback because it's their first one under this big hit monopoly. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I that's uh that's interesting. Um all right. Well, thank you so much for, you know, bringing a vehicle for me to rant on. But uh, uh, I didn't even talk about the song, actually. <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, talk about it anymore. But um, uh, do you have any closing thoughts? Any uh, shout outs you'd like to give? That's what I'm here for. The vehicle for your rant, Steven. <laughs> this is my part to play. It's fine. That's um, really what the podcast just, you is, know, you know, even before y'all. It's just yeah. a vehicle for me to rant. So, uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody in chat. And I hope everybody's having a nice Easter. Um, stay safe. Have fun. And I will talk to you guys next week. D- did you say stay safe or did you say Stacy? I-, I heard Stacy. I'm sorry. I, I- 
the word Stacy would never come out of my mouth <laughs> on a joke. Uh, well, we'll see next week, baby. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. You know, maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll agree finally because the song might be bad, right? <laughs> Maybe that's when we'll agree about Stacy. Um, but uh, all right, thank we you so much. We shall see. We'll find out next week. Yes, we Bye. will. Bye bye. All right, thank you so much, Gachi. Again, that was Hoshi's Spider. Um, definitely gonna check out that Studio Tune video one day. Um, and yeah, if you don't know, I said it a million times, but yeah, you know, Studio Tune is. They make kind of performance videos, dance videos. Um, I think they're like an arm of of Mnet, but they make the best dance videos out there. It's almost like I they they heard everything I wanted. But uh, all right, let's move on to the next caller, and the next caller will be James. James will be next. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Hello, James. How are you doing today? Well, I'm awake-ish. I'm alive-ish. I'm broke, but you know what? I'm good. Are we broke because you bought too many trading cards? Or too many uh, K-pop cards? Yes, and I didn't want to admit that, but... (laughs) Ian, Ian started talking about it, and now I uh, now I just realized how much uh, money I spent. You know, it's it's cool. It's it's cool. It's cool. Well, as we discussed, now we're at a point where it's not about spending money; it's an investment. Because <laughs> as long as you invested in the right cards, you can make your money back. You know, that's what I tell my parents. Um, but my little sister found my photo card collection. Uh, she's ten years old, and now she wants to start a photo card collection. That's scary to me because uh, what I mean, scary, like if by, if like I'm thinking of a 10 year old found my photo card collection, that's like, that's like those cars are effed, you know, (laughs) like they're not in pristine condition. I actually don't know. Do like, do y'all keep your cards in like sleeves and stuff like, like a normal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mine are all in sleeves and binders and stuff. Um, Nice. And my sister's pretty good at handling things like that carefully. Um, I think she understands how I treat them very valuably and so she's decided to be my photo card apprentice so every time i go and mail out trades she comes with me and she helps me mail them out which is kind of cute nice is there like i'm assuming there's like a, a forum or like a trading group is there like a facebook trading group or something like that there are like facebook groups instagram groups um you can kind of find them wherever twitter uh it really just depends on what your uh what your brand is what your weird form of heroin is yeah mine is not this but i get the feeling man i get that i just want something and you want a complete set and you wanted this and then you want that and then you but you also want like i don't know again i don't know how insane that that world is but it can all- get very it can get incredible like i'm new i'm new here but uh, it can get it, it's it i've already seen you know people get blacklisted and blocked and people have like whole threads and stuff made about how terrible they are and stuff if they do something wrong it gets pretty cutthroat gotcha do y'all go as to as far as like do y'all like grade the cards you know like like other trading cards where you you know you send it to a company they like encase it in this like plastic slab to 
and, and give it a grade like it's a, a 10 or something like that? Is um, that too much? It hasn't gotten that far yet, but I don't think we're that far off. I feel like it'll it'll get there at some point. Um, people do take their cards very seriously, you know, with any damage. Like this tiniest little scratch immediately like lowers the value and stuff. So right, right, right. you got to be really careful with that. All right. Well, uh, good luck with that. I mean, like I said, totally understand. Collectibles are are huge in in the coronavirus era. Um. A lot of people just don't know where to put money and <laughs> and then they find a thing and that's where all the money goes, you know? Uh, but don't spend too much money. Don't spend too much money. Too I'm late. watching you. Too late. Okay? I'm watching. Uh, it's a little too late for that. Um, we're already gone. But anyways, moving on. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about something other than the fact that my bank keeps emailing me to tell me that I'm broke. Uh, I feel that in my soul, actually. I spent... I don't even want to tell you how much money in cards I have behind me, but it's... Uh, it's 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 actually I'm sorry I I keep all my good cards in a bank, please do not rob me. Anybody <laughs> here? Okay. Um. Anyways, what are you here to talk about today? All right, I'm here with the group Checkmate and their second single, "You." All right, let's listen to Checkmates. You. Here we go. <laughs>
that was Checkmates. You are going to have a seizure. Um, James, is this a stan or a sting for you? Um, Steven, this was definitely a stan for me, and I was a little surprised by that. Yeah, did you... Uh, I Google Checkmate. I don't know why, because it gives me the chest thing. Uh, did you like their previous song? So I did. I really liked their debut song, Drum. A lot, a lot. Um, and I had followed them pre-debut and I was really excited about them. And then they went through a little bit of drama. Um, and by a little bit of drama, I mean a lot of drama where uh, they used to have five members, um, three guys and two girls. And the member Nason left and they never really said why, nor did they put out an official statement of any kind he just was deleted off all of the social media and was never heard from again. And then about a month after that, they added a new member, uh, Hei Cheng, and he was there for about a month and a half. Uh, and he was like really widely publicized. And then he completely left as well. And I think they said it was either for like the military or for personal reasons, but it's it's been very sketchy and we're not 100% sure where he went or why he left either so with all of that having happened i didn't really expect them to put out any new music much less any good music um, which is why i was a little shocked when this came out and i actually really liked it yeah that is I mean, people leave groups all the time, right? But there's usually at least a bullshit, you know, <laughs> a reason, yeah. right? Like, Well, with uh, the first guy who left, there was just no... They didn't even say he was leaving. They just deleted him. He was just gone. I thought I had hallucinated him for a moment. It was it was really weird. Um, and, like, all of the comments on posts and stuff on, like, Instagram and Twitter were like, hey, where, you guys are five he? members. And then they really quickly switched out like this new guy and everyone's like wait a second that's not the same guy yeah i it that screams like personal vendetta right like maybe with the company owner or something but you know name a better duo you know shadiness and korean company yeah there was also like this v live incident where i guess like the staff wasn't was being you know like problematic and just being rude to the members and stuff but i couldn't find any like direct translations or anything um so this is all like hearsay mm -hmm. but from what from what i understood um the staff was being rude to this uh the members of the group and so with everything that had happened i really didn't expect anything to come out of this group which is really sad because this is the first group i started standing pre-debut um but then they came out with this, so I'm a little bit happy. I hope the members are okay, first and foremost. Um, I hope that while it looks shady, that maybe they just didn't want to reveal their personal life reasons for leaving the group. Um, that's what I'm hoping for. It's probably not that, but that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, yeah, me too. Maybe I hope it just didn't work out and they parted ways amicably, but due to maybe contracts or whatever, maybe they couldn't say anything. Hopefully, right? Yeah, um, that's what I'm hoping for. But uh, on the topic of the actual song, um, I was scared they were going to do a ballad this time, and I saw the title You, and that 
kind of scared me again. And I was like, oh God, it's going to be a ballad. Please don't do a ballad. I'm not ready. I don't want to do another ballad. Um, but it wasn't. And it was really good. And I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I, I have a hard time separating the music video from the song, right? Because as I've said a million times, for me, it's like one package. That's what makes K-pop. K-pop. Um, so I'm trying to separate the music video. Uh, I I feel like this song is like in the same wheelhouse to me as uh, Moonrider, BDC's Moonrider, where like I can hear a song that I enjoy in here, and I kind of did enjoy it. But then it's also like not interesting enough to really hold my attention, I guess. Um, I will say it's like, this is a co-ed group, right? As you heard, right? Two guys, two girls. Very rare that that happens. Um, you know, the last big one, somebody help me. Well, (laughs) card card, uh, you know, uh, they had one good song and then I hate, they hate them ever since. Um, but at least I feel like Card had like uh at least an Onana, right? I thought that they danced together really well. There were there was like a good reason it was a boy and a girl and a boy and a girl, right? Um, I really enjoy that. I don't really see that with this group's choreography. Um but I will say, I guess the nicest thing I'll say is I like two of them. I like one girl and I like one boy and I kind of wish it was only them in the group. That's what I'll say. Ones. The singing one. The, the, the two yeah, that sing. Um, actually, the other guy, I, I actually kind of, I actually have no opinion on the other guy. Um, uh, but the, the, the other girl, the rap girl or whatever she's doing in this, I don't, I don't want that. I, get her out of here. Uh, but I do like, I'm trying to look up their names. I do like Sian, right? She's good. And I like Young's hook. He's fair fine. enough. Fair enough. Um, which is weird. Cause the other guys listed as lead vocalist, but, um, cause I like it when like, like this is kind of a sensual song, right? And I think it needs a stronger kind of sensual sounding like, voice and I, and I think the one that does it best is the girl Sian. Uh honestly I, if it was a solo song I, I would be fine with it as well. <laughs> um but I but I like that. I like that it's it, it it's kind they are kind of they're not as powerful as I want them to be but they're they I didn't say this in the Hoshi one but like the, there was no power in in that dude's voice. I, it, it maybe wasn't meant to be, right? The song is meant to be more whisper sexy, right? Um, but I like a little bit of power, and I like that Seon gave me that. Um, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't commented more on the music video yet. I don't want to, because I already, <laughs> I already ranted about it. I will say that... <laughs> You know, in the Hoshi one, I was like, the set designer did a great job, right? Amazing job. It was the editor's fault. Um, In this one, it is the set designer's fault. (laughs) The set designer. I I just can't believe there's not an epilepsy warning. um, Yeah, definitely. 
the flashing lights are so bad. Like I, I legitimately, I have very sensitive eyes. I got, you know, tiny little Asian eyes, but like, uh, I had to not, I did not watch half this music video uh, because I had to close my eyes and I had to look away. It is very, very bad. Um, and like, I've seen epilepsy warnings for way less than this. Um, the set design is just truly terrible. Like the lighting is terrible, even aside from the flashing lights. Um, it's like dark and dirty. And I I just don't know what they were going for. It's not sexy. You know, I feel like it just yeah. doesn't match the song at all. It It's like, yeah. So whoever like the outfits, the, the set designer, like truly, truly one of the worst i've ever I, i've seen in quite a long time um yeah i have to agree with you there i think both with their last video and with this one i feel like they just put so many like flashing lights and cuts and stuff it's like if we distract you with all of these blinding lights and all of these flashes and stuff you won't notice that our company is like not <laughs> <It's> not. <laughs> not super rich and also kind of shady yeah, yeah. But as I said a million times, you don't need to be rich to make a good video. There's so, so, so many examples of indie artists in, a, in, in, in not just America, but all over the world that make cool, interesting videos. You just need to care, right? You just need to care that that's an important part of the experience. And uh, most K-pop, even the rich K-pop companies don't really care. You know, that's not important to them, right? Um, so that's just the rant on the, like, no money thing. It's like, I bet you that renting out this decrepit basement, uh, costs more money than, than it should have, you know, than you think, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they probably could have done way better, uh, than that using that money better well spent. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I think they kind of just saw a bunch of SM videos and we're like, Oh, so to make money, we got to do that. Uh, and then they tried to really terribly recreate that and failed, yeah. um, which is hard to do because SM music videos, um, generally aren't the highest quality in my opinion either. So to say that they, they failed to live up to SM standards, really hurts but the song the song without the music video in my opinion uh was very well done and i really liked the instrumentals in the back yeah yeah i i do also wish as i said many times that i do wish the backing track was a little louder i think that's one of the things that i loved about card because card's backing track was fuck it was the uh, fifth voice right it was so big at times where um, even in the songs that I don't like from card, right. The, their backing tracks just like fill it and you want to dance to it and you want it. You're, you're like in the club with them. You know, I, I kind of wish that the, the backing track was a little, a little more balanced there, but, uh, I do agree that at least it has some melodic through line in there and grooviness, maybe not grooviness, but sexiness to it is the only way I can describe it. But yeah, I agree. No, I, I think if the backing track had been a little bit more, I don't know more of what, but a little bit more, 
uh, the song would have probably been like a big stand for me rather than just, you know, a light stand. Uh, but honestly, I'm just kind of impressed that they managed to make two songs in a row that I liked this much. Because um, I feel like a lot of groups, it's like they'll give me one good hit and then kind of flops, especially when they're newer groups. So I'm a little surprised. Yeah, no, especially when, yeah, even the big companies can't hire consistent <laughs> producers, uh, let alone a very small one that probably doesn't... <laughs> Like you said, I have much budget to, to, uh, I think this, the, the producer does a pretty good job with, I'm sure a very limited, um, budget experience, you know? Um, yeah. I feel like for me with most K-pop groups, it's just, it's either their debut song or the second song they release. One of the two has to be bad. I don't know why, but one of the two almost is always just not a good song. And it makes me very scared whenever, groups that I really liked when they debuted go to release like a second single or a second EP because I almost always feel like the title track at least is going to disappoint me um, which is really why I'm really really scared for next week um, for both you and me you've gotten me attached to this group um, and I hope <laughs> they can uh, I hope they can power through and they can pull through and give me uh, yet a second beautiful well done song well, here's the thing. Let me tell you a story of uh, it used to be it used to be that you could get multiple songs in a row from a, a group and have it be good. Uh, it, you know, like uh, Mamamoo, great example. Uh, um, G Friend, just banger after banger after banger after banger. Twice is a great example. And if you're worried about Stacy, guess who made all the twice songs that were really good in the beginning? Uh, Black Eyed Phil song. You know, like it, there used to be a world where consistency was king. You know what I mean? Um, and then it got too consistent and they were like, okay, we need to switch things up. Right. <laughs> and then it was like the opposite problem. Um, but I have faith. I have faith that it can happen again. Okay, Stacy, Black Eyed Pilsen, please. You did it for twice. Do it for Stacy. Okay. You speak of a golden era that I've yet to see. <laughs> so I, um, I look back on the old tales fondly from my elders, and I pray that one day the future will repeat this golden age. I do too. I do too. Um, I, <laughs> I actually have no faith. <laughs> actually have no faith anymore but there was an era yeah that, that the point of the story was there was an era where debut groups had really had consistently good songs it was still rare back in the day but it did happen multiple times um but yeah like i said we've never gotten a mama song that i ever wanted again we never got or well, not never but twice uh also hasn't really you know uh, lived up to that G front. Definitely. I don't know what happened with them, but, um, so it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's all shit in the end is what I'm trying to say, James. Okay. It's all shit in the end. Thanks. I needed that, um, kind of motivation <laughs> in my life. I really appreciate it, Steven. You're welcome. You're welcome. But, uh, but when you hear next week, the boopity boop that brings a smile to your face, it's going to feel extra special. All right. Um, but until then, if you have any closing thoughts, any thanks to use, any shout outs you'd like to give? 
I uh, just thanks for everyone in chat and uh, on the Discord for being so fun and always bringing a smile to my face. Uh, thanks especially to Moose for dealing with my thousands of millions of questions um, and yet answering them without cursing at me every single time. Uh, I do appreciate you taking in a little newbie like me and explaining things to me in dumbed down versions. You don't need to say it like that. I think I'm the dumb one that's <laughs> wishing <laughs> there used to be dumb. Uh, but no, much appreciated. Thank you so much for uh, joining the community, as you know. And uh, can't wait to talk next week. I'm telling you right now, I can't wait. I'm scared. We got this. We can do this. I believe in. I believe in Stacy. We can do this. I will. I, I, I know this is hard for a lot of people, but I think it would make for a very good show if everybody did not watch this music video until the show. I think we could all experience it for the first time together. I think that'd be pretty spicy. But um, okay, okay, I'll take you, know. you up on that. I will. I will not. I will hold off until the show on sunday all right I, i'm excited that's how i live my life i'm spoiler free in all in all things and uh uh yeah if you can join in that join in that if you can't it's all good but uh let us all be disappointed together or happy together you know what i mean uh are we gonna avengers endgame it together or are we going to uh, justice league it together you know uh, if we uh, if we Avengers Endgame it together, I think you're using that as the the positive metaphor. But honestly, I'm not sure because I didn't like Avengers Endgame. So well, uh, okay, we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> <Okay>. we're done. <laughs> Hi, Steven. I hope you have a good day and reassess your movie decisions. All right, all right. Bye, bye. <laughs> that that hurts me more than than people liking NCT. That hurts me more. That hurts me more. Um, but yes, that was Checkmates You. Let's move on to the last song of the episode. And that will be from Belated. Belated. Here we go. Hello. Hey, Steven. Hello. How are you doing today, sir? All right. How's your week been? It's been an interesting week. It's been, it's been a, I would say a crazy week, but I've, I've already talked too much about myself and the card games and, and the things I'm obsessed with. It's been a long time since we heard from you. Um, thank you for being a, a mod. I don't think I ever said on, uh, on the show that uh, you've been doing a lot of the mod duties recently, right? Yeah, I mean, whatever I can do to help, you know? And you've helped a lot. You've helped a lot. Very much appreciated. Um, but yeah, let's just, you know, this is a song. You haven't called in in quite a while. You've always been here, right? Because you have been modding. Uh, so I'm uh, interested in, in to know why you're bringing this song to the show. Was it just because we needed more people or or this speaks to you? Uh, yeah, I think it was just a topic that, you know, came up. Uh I would have done a girl group, but, you know, rather save that for next week when we can do like a mini girl group showcase, I guess. Um, but yeah, I brought this song um, from uh, Sejong and it's called Warning. All right. Yes. Let us listen to it. This is uh, Sejong's Warning featuring. Oh, boy. Here we go.
That was Sejong's warning. Bladed, is this a, uh, I forgot what I even say, a, a stand or a stand for you? Uh, it's a stand for me, Stephen. I think it's, uh, you know, kind of cute. Uh, it's kind of groovy a little bit. Uh, it's all right. Uh, yeah, a man with few words, but I totally, <laughs> totally uh, agree. Uh, are you a big fan of uh, Sejong? Uh, or I guess ballads with a beat, I guess, in general. Uh, yes to both. I mean, Sejong is, you know, super cute. And ballads with a beat are just, you know, 
perfect sometimes. Uh, yes, you are a man uh, after my heart. Uh, what did you feel about Little Boy? Uh, you a Little Boy fan? You a Little, little Boy? <laughs> you like Little Boy? <laughs> yeah. like no, boy? I don't. Whatever connotation <laughs> you're putting that in, no. The answer is no. Now that I think about it, it's just such a weird, just such a weird rap name, you know. I it's, mean, I guess I could see it because, like, his voice is kind of lighter, so he'd be like, you know, little boy. But why? It, yeah, it's like, like, you know, I'm a fan of Little Dinky, but that's like entirely like a joke, right? It's like the, the whole joke is it's it's so bad. <laughs> um, uh, but. Especially you have to say it, right? You have to be like, are oh, you like a little boy? <laughs> you like a little boy? Um, anyways, I, I think my feelings, little boy, have been known. I think he is okay in small squirts. Um, I There are plenty of, or a few geek songs, which he's a, is his rap group that he's a part of, right? That I enjoy. Um, really only one that I really like. Um, I think this is one of his better ones, honestly. Not, I don't think it's necessary i don't think i like it a lot but i actually think it's one of his better ones um he actually does kind of have a good rhythm in it the first half of it um which i really enjoy yeah i think it it's because his voice is kind of like higher it kind of fits the like upbeat like kind of happiness of the song yeah yeah and he doesn't go out of tune like he does in a, a lot of his other songs um i think it could have been cut in half I think he didn't need the second verse. Um, but, you know, he shows up in some of the best kind of random, you know, like the Soyuz song. He's like, what's up? You know, um, so he does that kind of uh, as well in this. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I want to context this, which is like, it's been a rough year. You know, it's been a rough two years in K-pop, in life, you know. But I love ballads with the beat. <laughs> I love that. It's one of my, like, soft spots, you know. Especially when it's... I like it more when they're more R&B, you know, which in this one's not as much. But I really like this song. <laughs> You know, this whole time I'm complaining about the backing track and how it needs to fill the the soundscape. It needs to have like a melodic line. It needs to have good rhythm. I think this backing track is everything is what I want, right? I, I think it it's loud. It has the the keyboard, like the piano. It has the fuck it, the fat brass. It has the fat bass, which just comes out of nowhere in the first like minute or so. It's just all of a sudden it's like, and you're like, oh. Excuse me. Um, it has that like weird f funk jazz, like random little part uh, randomly near the end. Um, but near the end of this song, I'm just, my head's banging. I can remember the song, you know, warning. It kind of sounds like that one uh, bad American song, the uh, thunder and the lightning. It kind of sounds like that sometimes. Um, But I think the backing track makes up for it. At least that's my opinion. Like, if I were to make a playlist, I th this is like top three right now, a hundred percent. And I know for a fact, the more I listen to this song, I'm gonna love it more because this is a hundred percent what I like 
about K-pop. Yeah, this is totally like a song you just put on in the background and you can just like bump to it while you're doing other stuff. Absolutely. And and I personally, I will never understand how you can listen to this song's backing track with all of its pieces and rhythm and fullness and then go back to like the Hoshi song or the BDC song or so many other boy group songs where there's just nothing there and, and be like, and not hear that fundamental amazing difference. But I'm the crazy, we're the crazy ones bladed. We are. Oh, well, I mean, I don't have that same opinion. I think those other songs are like decent in their own right. And they have stuff going on for them. That's maybe All like right. different. From All this. right. <laughs> just me then it's just me i'm all by myself and my hate on my lawn okay i get it okay. well i mean when you did mention like two years like earlier i thought you were going to bring up the fact that like gugudon was like still a thing and no i gugudon is so far oh it has not been a thing will not be a thing it's sad and terrible but I don't even think about Gugudan anymore. You know, I just don't even think. I, I mean, they're technically yeah. still a group, right? I mean, technically. No, they disbanded. Now. Oh, they did officially disband. Well. Yep. Uh, I think it was last year. But yeah, it's just kind of sad to see because like we had no word from them, nothing, and then you know disbanded. Yeah, I think it's 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 truly truly sad we've said many times right of like the lineage of um the ioi groups right and how they all just or most of them just either completely petered out the company fuck them over right or they keep trying like wiki mickey and just haven't had success you know general success um that's like the only group now <laughs> Is Daya still technically a group? I actually don't know either. I I think they are, but uh, like Cheon wasn't even in the last comeback, so I don't know. Oh, I mean that sucks. Like you know, Daya, fucking pristine. Even the second version of pristine is gone as well, right? Um, yeah, like it's all gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gugu Don, of course. It's really just, I mean, Cosmic Girls are the only one, but they were already a thing, right? Even before, um, produce. Were there any other groups? I think that was it, right? Somi's by herself. Chunga's by herself. Yeah, I think you got them all. I mean, it's just so sad, but it makes sense. You know, like, oh, Wicked Mickey, I, I did mention. Um, they're, they're the only ones still, still shambling the dead corpse of some of those girls. I mean, I know some people like the like a couple of their songs, but um, I, I but I think it's a real I mean it's a reality that will always happen. It's going to happen with the well, we've said this I think even in the last episode, right? The boy groups have um a much more diehard fan base, right? So they can probably stick around a little bit longer, right? Um, oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, yeah, I'm really not sure. Yeah, how long a lot of the uh, 101 subgroups although most of those were solo artists as well you know maybe they learned their lesson was like we're gonna try to do just way more solo stuff to, to not you know um 
And I guess the X group never had a chance, but um, man, I feel like it wasn't even that long ago, but produce was 2016. You're making me feel my age, you know? I know me, me too. Me too. Well, either way, uh, I really appreciate you bringing this song. Uh, you know, if I had a playlist, this would be top on there. And I will actually make a playlist soon uh, because I did get a job. So hopefully I will listen to K-pop again. Hey, um, congrats. Yeah. Awesome. It's weird that I've told I, I've said this on the podcast before I tell my parents. But <laughs> I did. I don't tell my parents. Yeah, I'm sure my parents know because somebody's probably told them. But um doesn't start for a couple more weeks so i can get my schedule hopefully intact but i might be back to listen to k-pop again just in time for stacy you know what i mean um watch that not even make your playlist i know <laughs> it's gonna be oh it's gonna be so sad um but yeah thank you all so much for uh, uh all the congratulations and the happiness i really appreciate it um but yeah bladed any closing thoughts any shout outs you'd like to give uh, you know, just shout out to you, shout out to the community for, you know, being awesome as always. Um, yeah, that's about it. Well, I guess we'll look forward to next week. Yeah, next week's going to be an interesting one, to say the least, an interesting one. Um, but uh, yeah, really appreciate all the things you do. I really appreciate, of course, everybody who still watches and listens to me rant about things that they've heard me rant about a million times <laughs> we love it okay <laughs> um but yeah thank you so much Bladen, and i'll talk to you next week hopefully stay see you later <laughs> stay see you later i love it bye bye all right again that was kim's head jong featuring little boy with warning and that is going to be it for this easter episode of the podcast i'm gonna i say this every week i'm gonna make it my mission to finish editing all the things um so that the stacy episode will come out on time but yeah i really appreciate everybody really appreciate um the support that y'all continue to give me and if next week doesn't go well it's gonna be the last episode of the show all right i'm just gonna i'm just gonna tell y'all that right now I'm just gonna shut. I'm just. What well, if it's a bad song? If it's like some auto tune wannabe rippy rap song, uh, or if it's a bad like Blackpink song, you know, I'm just gonna shut the stream off and end the show right there. Okay, I'm. I'm just. I'm telling y'all right now. But until then, hopefully you you stay tuned for next week. We're going to be out here. Shout out to the Symmetric Light for the ending song, as always. Uh, I'll see y'all next week. Bye bye. I'm like boopity boy. It's going down. There are parts of the song that I'm okay with. Why would you listen to this? Trevor's boy is messed up.
von deinen eigenen Träumen mein Special Treasure Yeah, I'm gonna be the one on the one hand I'm young, I'm young, I'm young See you later. Yeah, Fourteen to the Bing Bong track. I can make you See you later. I just wanna be a boy. Gotcha, 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 gotcha.